0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of What Are We Doing? with your hosts, Becca and Ari. What are we
1: doing? (laughs) Hi,
0: bud. Hey, bud. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I feel like people don't know that, like, We don't really talk during the week just because we're both busy with like busy schedules and, you know, things like that. So, like, when we podcast, this is really our first time talking in a whole week. So, when I hear Ari's highs and lows, like, I really have no idea what they're going to be.
1: I know. This is such a great time for us to catch up and talk because I literally also just don't talk to anyone really during the week except for Mm -hmm. the people that I work with because I'm just so busy and then I come home and I'm so tired. So, I just, you know, I I should work on that, but it's always fun that I get to podcast and hear what's going on with you. Exactly. That's why people always ask me, like, how many people listen
0: to your podcast? And I'm like, I don't really even know because, like, honestly, it's just an excuse to, like, catch up and hear about, like, your best friend's life. So it really doesn't even matter who listens. But we love everyone who does. So.
1: I know we love you so much,
0: um. Bud, what's um going on? What's a low? What's a low mm. in your life?
1: Sorry, I just had to clear my throat. That's okay. What's what what's a low in my life? Yeah, is that what you said? Yeah. So a low in my life is that I literally, you know, obviously with COVID and living alone and um. You know, and no one being in Ann Arbor. I literally Mm -hmm. have molded into my couch. I have watched every movie, every TV (laughs) show known to mankind. I just repeatedly get up, watch TV. Like on the weekends, I'll just get up at like one or two, watch TV, then keep watching TV, then eat and watch TV, (laughs) then sleep. And during the days, too, I'll go to work and I'll come home, watch more TV. So it's a little hard that there's not anything like super fun going on because I really do want to be social. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, actually last night though, my two friends from work came over and we ordered in um, from this really good Cuban place and we um, watched Dirty Dancing. So that was really fun. That's a movie that um, I haven't seen, bud.
0: Like I've never seen it. I hadn't...
1: I hadn't seen it either, and that's so weird because I've seen every movie, like every romantic movie known to mankind, even the most obscure ones I've seen, Mm -hmm. and I hadn't seen this, so. What'd you think? And I've been meaning to. I loved it. I thought it was so fun.
0: The little lift they do, Um, I hear that's a thing they do.
1: Oh, it's so fun, and it made (laughs) me understand a lot of references that are made. Like the no one puts baby in a corner? Is that a
0: reference? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Um, but that was fun, but mostly it's been a little harder because I've really been just kind of doing nothing and it's kind of learning to live alone and kind of making fun with your, making, like having fun with
0: Yeah. Finding ways to like keep yourself occupied and entertained.
1: Exactly. I know I haven't spoken like all weekend, so I'm like trying to get into like forming sentences again.
0: (laughs) This is good practice for the work week. My love bud? bud, yeah. So, I feel like you were even you were home when this was happening. Like my mom was ordering the Nordic Track treadmill. Do you remember us me telling you about that? Yes. So it arrived about a month ago, and it has it arrived broken and it didn't work. So I guess Great. like yeah, amazing. I guess Nordic Track like they service they like don't service it themselves. They like send out a freelance you know, servicer people to do it for them. So then we had to wait for a part to be shipped, which took a week. And then we had to wait a week for this guy to become available to come fix it only for him to come and say that the part we got isn't the right part. So then we had to order another part. And then we had to wait another week for him to come fix it only for him to say that it is unfixable. So tensions are high in my household right now because of obviously this goddamn treadmill and it's just taking up so much space and my mom is so mad and she just wants the treadmill out of our house so stay tuned on that but it's definitely a low because it's kind of taunting us it's so cold outside we want to go outside for a walk um, or we don't want to go outside for a walk because it's so cold and we wish we could just walk on this beautiful treadmill sitting in our office and it doesn't work and it's just a constant reminder of sadness that's so freaking annoying. So freaking annoying. Did the company do anything about it? No, nothing. They took away our other treadmill. So now, like, the one that was working, they took. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no positive in this situation. They're, like, trying to figure out a way to, like, get us a cheaper treadmill and then, like, a discount. I don't actually know. But, like, everything's so backordered because everybody wants a treadmill. So, yeah. But yeah. Th- besides that, It's so
1: annoying. I'm I know sorry it's that had I, to happen to you, bud.
0: Thank you. Tell me a high so that I can feel better about that.
1: A high for me is um, the FDA just cleared the first COVID vaccine. <gasps> oh my gosh! And, it's So exciting! And you know what? I, I I I've said this before, and I'll say this again. I know people are all, people are like, "Well, it's gonna take forever to mm-hmm. get to us, and it's gonna be so long." And I'm like, I don't care. I mean, obviously, I want it to go as quickly as possible, but I'm like, we finally have, yes, like a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, hundred percent. The vaccine was cleared. You know, we have others that are also in the works, and you know, getting further in the process. Yeah. So we know that there is a light at the end. Like when we first started doing this podcast, we were just kind of like, oh, I don't know, <laughs> who like, knows? <laughs> maybe it'll be okay. And I think that we were so in the dark for so long. And this finally gives us some hope and, you know, gives us things to look forward to. Like I'm already starting to be like next year when I go on a trip Trip, with my friends to Miami, I don't know, but it just kind of gives you that hope again. Yeah. So anytime someone's like, yeah, but it's going to take forever. I'm like, just be freaking happy that this happened. This is huge for our country. This is going to be Huge in history, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and they're, they're really working hard to get all these vaccines out. So I think that was really exciting news and totally brought my mood up and made me feel like, okay, I'm sitting on my couch alone right now all the time, but it won't be for that long. Exactly. No, but I, that's actually, that's my high too, because I get
0: this like (gasps) daily, I know I get this daily email. That's like a subscription. Like it just kind of tells you like what you need to know going on in the world for like that day. And when the COVID vaccine was approved, it says, like, this is going to be the largest, like, vaccination, you know, delivery or whatever it is since, like, World War II. Like, it's basically crazy stuff that this is happening now and then under it it was like let's do this world like I don't know why I just felt like such like a sense of like yeah Yeah. like (laughs) let's do this world it's just so exciting that something that's taken over everybody's lives is now I mean obviously you know we have like months and months to wait until you know we can get it but like it's like you said, like there's like light at the end of the tunnel. Something that's been so detrimental on all of our like lives, mental health, even like everything is now like, oh no no no, we have something that will make it better in due time.
1: You know, it's yeah. Just and I think my my mom, when we were in the thick of this, like I'm talking March mm-hmm. of you know last Oof. no this year this year, um, my mom was like, you know, I think the only way this is really going to end is when there's a vaccine. And I also. I'm just going to be optimistic here. Mm-hmm. I, I was also the person who was like, maybe the maybe the virus will end in like three weeks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I wouldn't trust any, I have no scientific basis, <laughs> no knowledge of anything. But um, I think that, you know, we keep saying, oh, months and months and months till we get it. I don't know about that. Maybe it'll be sooner than we think. I definitely think it'll take some time. Yeah, But I think it might be sooner than we think because That's true. really the US is just, they're like balling out right now yeah it's like ups fedex are just like we got you guys everyone's just air cargo yeah going at it like they said they're delivering vaccines a lot of times on airplanes and Mm -hmm. passenger planes will have to like wait because these planes (laughs) get first priority to land it's funny they're like oh yeah we got a circle in the air because there's a vaccine plane that's coming in. Everyone's so be like crazy. Fun, get it in. Like that's the one time if I had to circle in the air to like wait to land, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with it. Um, totally. But but I'm I'm really happy and I think it just it just gives you a light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm really really happy about that. Totally. So
0: without further ado, let's jump in to today's topic, which is the opposite of positivity. Um we're going to talk about toxic people in your lives and how you can you know effectively remove them without <laughs> feeling like a horrible person and also just to improve the benefit of your life and the quality of your life because toxic people if they're making your life worse have no place in your life.
1: I said it. And I said I what I said. And I would not say this is a negative topic. I would just say no, that no. it's definitely something that that happens to everyone and that right, right. you know it's it's good to have you know, strategies or tools to help you kind of work through that.
0: Right. And by, yeah, by negative, I didn't mean like, this is a bad thing getting rid of them. I mean like, you know, these people are adding negativity to your life and they're not enhancing it. So they got to go. I didn't think of any guided questions for this, but I'm going to now on the spot. And the first one is, (laughs) thanks, bud. The first one is, do you think that there is like a constructive way to maybe like distance yourself from somebody without like blatantly saying, you are toxic, I'm getting you out of my life. Does that
1: make sense? Yes. I would say there's no, well, yes and no. I would say there's no cookie cutter way to be like, oh, Every, you know, there's no standardized, oh, there's a toxic person in your life. This is go. step A, step B, step C. <laughs> yeah. This is what you do. I think every situation is completely different. It could be a friend. It could be a family member. It could be a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the the crux, you know, hmm. I think the most important thing about distancing yourself from a toxic person or getting rid of that toxic person is you you could do it in many different ways mm-hmm. but at the heart of it it's that you have to be assertive so i'm not t- mm-hmm. not talking about aggressive and i'm not talking about mean. you know being too compliant mm-hmm. but i'm talking about this middle ground like of assertive where you are still respectful you're calm you're nice but you know what you need to do mm-hmm. to make to make your life better and sometimes that includes, you know, not having certain people in it. And it's really hard because I'm a person, I hate confrontation. Mm-hmm. I hate it. So, I mean, I think there's many different ways you could go about that. But um, I definitely think it's, it's, to start off with, it's really hard because you don't ever want to hurt anyone else. Yeah, and, and that's, you effectively probably will be doing that when, this right. is, when you try and, you know, cut someone off. But I, I feel think, bad can cut someone off, but well, no. get rid of toxic person. <laughs> just, just stop, stop that relationship in your life. I think
0: that the obviously, like the easiest way would just be to like stop talking to them all together, and then you know that's it. But I don't think that's practical, especially if this person's maybe a friend or this person is, I don't know, who even knows, like a roommate. I think there's ways to distance yourself from a person and not have it come across as bitchy. Like if someone's inviting you out every single weekend and you don't like spending time with this person, I think for this podcast, we're going to keep it to like toxic friends or like coworkers or just like, like like we're not going to go into the relationships or family members like that. Mm -hmm. But I do think if someone's inviting you out all the time or someone's asking you to constantly do things for them or, you know, any of those situations, there's ways to say no and make it seem like you're not just saying no because you don't want to like Spend time with them. Think of an excuse. Excuses are huge. Say no, I don't want to hang out with you this weekend, but let's try next weekend. That in itself is no, distancing. See, I disagree. I
1: disagree. Oh, what do you think? I disagree. So I think I think you can make excuses, but I don't think you should be like, oh, but next weekend let's hang out. I think that there is there is a way. I, I agree with the. You, I, I think most people, if they're not most of these toxic people, if they're not a total psychopath. They'll get it if you're, they'll that's get true. the hit. If you're like, so I wouldn't be like next weekend. What I do more is be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like I'm pretty busy tonight or I'm hanging with the fam tonight or I'm doing, you know, don't do anything that could like get you caught. Be like, I'm hanging with the fam and then like clearly be Snapchatting you and yeah, your friends. I mean, true. that's just, that's mean and not smart. But if you're just kind of like, hey, so sorry, I'm busy tonight. Um, you know, have so much fun. Yeah. I wouldn't be like next weekend because I think okay, that's- fair. I feel like that's procuring the problem. That's true. That's true. I was going to say, and then next week I'm of
0: an excuse, but you're right. Don't give them a, a reason to, like, keep giving you excuses. Or, like, don't have to keep giving them excuses. That wasn't English, but you know what I mean. That's yeah. true, bud. I think, yeah, distancing yourself. And then if they're, like, a, you know, a person who can take social cues, and if they keep asking and you keep giving them different excuses, they're going to get it, and then they're not going to ask you. Exactly. But then, if they do come to the point where it's maybe, can we talk? Because I feel like you've been distant. Which it most likely
1: will get to that point.
0: Yes, I feel like most people would like to know why they're being ignored. <laughs> um, then it's a different conversation because I feel like that's a very hard conversation to have, especially depending on the relationship. Because if it's a best friend or, you know, a supposed best friend who is being really toxic. I think the conversation doesn't have to be, I want you to leave my life. I think the conversation has to be, I need you to do things differently in order to stay in my life.
1: Does that make sense? Would you agree? Yeah. I think it's one of the hardest conversations I've had to have it before. Mm-hmm. It's just like, cause in that moment you want to be nice and you mm-hmm. want to be, you don't want to Especially if there's history. Hurts, exactly. You don't want to hurt someone. But you also, like I said, you have to be assertive and you have to, you know, advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's going to be something where I feel like in this conversation, I wouldn't dance around it as hard mm-hmm. as it is. I, I'm the queen of dancing around things. But I think you just have to kind of tell them, not be like, you're a toxic person and you drive me <laughs> insane. But be like, I, you know, bring some evidence, be like, this is kind of upset me and, you know, use your I statements and mm-hmm. just know that there will be fallout. Like they will get pissed at you. They will yell at you. They will tell people that you're being a bitch. They will like, that will happen, mm-hmm. but it will subside. It a hundred percent will subside. But I think most times when the ignoring happens, it, it culminates in a conversation. Yes. And I think you should do this either a person would be best or like mm-hmm. on the phone or FaceTime and just over really text is hard. Don't do it over text. I would just literally explain to them exactly how you're feeling in the nicest way possible, but be honest with them. Don't be like you're a toxic person. I wouldn't use. I actually wouldn't use the word toxic at all in the mm-hmm. conversation. Good. I Me would just either. say. I would you know because mm-hmm. obviously you know it's a toxic situation, but it could that could really set people off. So, um, and make them defensive. And I just think you can be 100% honest with the things they've done that have made you feel bad, that have, you know, made things harder and just know that they're going to fight back. Like they are completely going to fight back. They're They're going to get defensive.
0: defensive.
1: They're going to be rude, but it's just something you have to dig deep and stand tall and just stick to your gut, stick to your gut Yeah. and just, you know. I don't know. I was like, stick to your gut. Is that say true to so yourself? We making, yeah, we keep like making up phrases on here, um, but yeah, I just think it's it's just something that's hard, but something that it's an inevitable. Yeah, you know, it's a necessary evil. And I think it. it's like it comes with a lot of strength
0: because. Like, no one wants to have those tough conversations, and obviously, you never want to cut someone who has been in your life maybe for a while or someone that you have memories with. You never want to cut them out, but I wouldn't think of this as, like, a negative thing. If anything, you're being true to yourself, and you're just going to make your life better, and at the end of the day, your happiness is honestly all that matters, and if this person decides to hate you and turn all of these friends against you, those weren't good friends in your life. I'm sorry. Like, if people are going to easily turn against you because of you benef- you bettering your life, you need better friends. Hun- like,
1: yeah, flat out. 100%. And honestly, if you do it in a nice way and mm-hmm. as nice as possible, I mean, obviously, you're not gonna be like, everything's rainbow and butterflies. But if <laughs> you, you suck, leave. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do it in a way that's not mean, mm-hmm. then, and you're and you're nice, but you're still assertive and firm with how you feel. You have nothing to feel bad about because you were just stating, you know, how you feel and what's mm-hmm. going on in your life. And I actually have found I don't know if you found this, bud, that the older I've gotten, the more I've felt like what the more confident I felt to yes. do. To to cut not I hate saying cut out because it's like no I know so, what like, you mean harsh,
0: but to, to take control to, of
1: who's in your to life to take and control of my relationships because yes. the older I get the less I'm like I need all these friends like in high school yes I'm like, I need ever I mean I love having as many friends as possible because I think a lot of friends add to your life but if mm-hmm. I have relationships where the person doesn't it doesn't matter if they Don't add to my life, but if they take away happiness Mm -hmm. from my life and make me extra stressed and whatever for nothing that I'm doing, Mm -hmm. then I'm more confident now to do something about it because I think I've gotten older and been like, I have so many amazing friends Mm -hmm. from all over the place who love me and care about me as a person that it's not so important for me now to just have every single friend known to mankind. Yes, it's definitely. Quant- quality over
0: quantity. And I think, yeah, as you get older, you, oh, excuse me, you start to realize that more. Um, and But I did like what you said about examples, because I think in a, in a conversation with someone, if you just kind of say, this is how you made me feel, but you don't explain when they made you feel like that, or, you know, why, or just examples, I think it it doesn't have a ton of like credibility. Not that what you're saying isn't true and you don't feel like that, but I think, like let's say I was being cut out of someone's life, I would love to hear what I specifically did because then it's a growing experience for both of us. I can then say, not that it would ever go this smoothly, but you the person could then be like, oh, you're right, I was being a twat in those situations and maybe I'm not right for your life, but I'm going to work on that because if I'm going to do that for someone else... like." Then again, like that's a very mature mindset to have about it. I don't know what the person in your life is gonna be like, but I do think having examples and kind of explaining you did this and I felt like that, and not necessarily like blaming them, but just saying like this is how I felt, and I, I you probably didn't mean to make me feel like that, unless they did, and that's horrible. But yeah, having those examples to kind of give yourself a little more credibility in the conversation like that, and then honestly, like what you said, but just standing your ground and knowing that what you're doing is best for you. I think is like a main takeaway.
1: Yeah, and I I agree. I I second that. And don't just be like, "You're toxic, and I need to cut you out from my life." (laughs) When you write a paper, if you like, I'm talking about a high school paper, a college paper, even, and you want to get an A, you gotta have claims with supporting evidence. This is no different. Like, I wouldn't. Obviously, you don't have to structure it like a paper, but have. (laughs) In conclusion, have the receipts. Yes. Have the have the things that you. Like have specific examples to pinpoint so that you have that credibility. So you're not just like, I feel like you're toxic. Cause then they could be like, what do you mean? And if you're yeah. like, I don't know, then it just doesn't, <laughs> it just doesn't really help you at all. But, um, no, I think that, it, and it's still, if I was someone being cut out of someone's life and they were like, you did this and this is the time I'd be like, no, I didn't. And I'd be so defensive. right? But I think I wouldn't, I mean, maybe I wouldn't, maybe I'm more self-actualized than I think but um, you never know it's it's not they're not going to take it like oh that time thank you you're right that was great <laughs> like it's going to be hard yeah. but as long as you probably know in your heart that you gave every example out there and maybe a little part of it got to them i think that's that's all you can ask for
0: that's honestly all you can do and i think to kind of like sum up this little segment i think if you know someone's being Toxic in your life and is not adding value, that doesn't mean if like you don't like someone and like they're not really doing anything to you, you just don't like them, that's, like maybe don't have this conversation. But like yeah, if, no. if someone in your, you know, close group of friends is just making you feel like shit, you don't wanna see them, you don't wanna see those other friends because you know they'll be there XYZ, you don't have to feel ashamed for distancing yourself. You don't have to feel Mean you don't feel like you're a mean person for not wanting to spend time with them, and you just need to take control of the situation and take control of your life. Any final yeah, words, As much ben? as
1: it's as much as it as much as it is a really hard situation, and you don't want to mess up friend groups. You don't want to. Mm-hmm. You don't want things to get messy. It's worth it. It'll take a weight off your shoulders, and I think you just have to be confident and know what's best for you and like I said yeah take control and I yeah. think that, that we are supporting you in this and we are here for you
0: girls support girls we're here for you okay as bud. long as they're
1: not toxic yeah
0: girls support <laughs> girls support non-toxic girls
1: <laughs> I mean everyone could be a little toxic yeah, sometimes we all it's got not, toxic you know, qualities but, but you know what we're saying but yeah, yeah you guys get that's it our, that's our advice
0: that's our advice take it if you want and if you don't okay <laughs> yeah. okay bud I'm gonna give you the lead up are you ready?
1: Yeah, but I think you're a second. Yeah, I'm definitely me. a second before you.
0: Or, no, are you a second before me? So maybe I'll just say go and then I'll start singing and then just don't listen to me. Like when you. So you, I, I
1: sing when you say go. Yes. Okay, are okay. you ready?
0: Go. What's poppin'?
1: What's poppin'? That actually might have been together. Oh, I really hope it is. I'll,
0: I'll, um, if it's not, I'll, I'm going to edit it together.
1: <laughs> great. I want you to go first because I have two What's Poppin'. So okay. I want to see if... I, I'm trying to decide which one I want to do. So I want to see if you pick one of them. Right. And for those
0: who are new, What's Poppin' is our pop culture segment where we just talk about what's poppin' in the news that Ari and I found interesting. and Mostly but, like entertainment pop culture Oh, news, yeah, yeah. Not pop like culture news. news. <laughs> the COVID vaccine is what's popping. I mean, it is. But... But you are not going to have my What's Popping. I just know it. And actually, honestly, maybe you could. But it's the Matthew Morrison live movie of The Grinch. Did you watch that?
1: No, but okay. Me either. And I'm so me, thankful. Why does everyone hate Matthew Morrison? It's like, right. a, it's, it's like a generational thing. I yes. Just, I'm, maybe I'm missing something. What did he do to piss everyone
0: off? The thing is, I I also wonder the same thing, because I find myself hating him, and I don't really know why, but I think when he was on Glee, he, like, played, Sh- like, Mr. Shu, which that was his character, but Mr. Shu was, like, low-key creepy with his students, and just the way he danced and just, like, did things, like, it was just uncomfortable, so I think people are like, ew, like, Matthew Morrison is just a gross. I don't
1: know why, but... I kinda of feel the but same. But did he do something in his like personal life no. that made it? No.
0: It's just he's Mr. Shu and no one likes Mr. Shu, I guess. Okay, so tell me about this Grinch movie. Well, I could barely watch more than 10 seconds. I'm not even kidding. I like quickly quickly turned it on and then I saw him as the Grinch and it just made me extremely uncomfortable he kind of sounded like he was russian and i knew he was supposed to sound like the grinch and he didn't sound like the grinch at all i can understand why they picked him from like oh he's an actor and a dancer and like a performer point of view but i do think there was a lot better there were a lot better choices for the part and it was not him and i mean you know you know me i'm a big supporter of theater and you know musical theater and the actors and everything, and I think that this was done poorly. No offense to all of the actors and everyone involved. Maybe it was just Matthew Morrison leaving a bad taste in my mouth, but it just could not have been, it did not put me in any Christmas spirit whatsoever, which is what I wanted it to do.
1: I mean, are the producers, like, blind? Like, are they, like, it's such, they're so tone deaf to, you know, what everyone is feeling because I this guess if is, no one likes Matthew Morrison, right? why are you making him the Grinch? Everyone's going to hate it. And I also think in no way,
0: shape, or form did we need a live version of the Grinch.
1: Like, Also, it, when, where was this even? I'd never even heard of this. I don't even like know. Really. I, think like I think it was think ABC. I, Maybe it was on ABC? Yeah, because I obviously did hear about it because <laughs> I said at the beginning, I'm like, oh, isn't Matthew Morrison playing it? But I didn't see it promoted anywhere. No, it was I, very bad marketing for it. Yeah, solo key. And I don't know.
0: Once again, like I mean, Grease live, I feel like worked. Like I didn't watch it, but I feel like it worked. Hairspray live, I thought worked. But like the Grinch live should not follow after Grease or Hairspray. No, no in any yeah, world not the Grinch live, especially not with Matthew Morrison. Like anyone else, maybe, but not him. <laughs>
1: it's just every every bad ingredient to make like the worst show ever like everything that went wrong could have gone wrong and he
0: was like the only big name celebrity in it too and i'm like if that's your drawing point like aim a little higher like it's just yeah it wasn't it wasn't it 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 definitely was popping but it wasn't popping in a good way if you know what i mean well, that
1: was a really good What's Poppin', bud. Thanks, bud. It was kind of unique, kind of out there. I know. I liked it. What was... Very well, now you have two. Asking. What are your two? Well, I have two, but one I wanted to... One I think will be more, like, juicy to discuss. If you can hear my dog barking. One,
0: I'm sorry. Sorry. Keep going. What?
1: Oh, I can't even hear. Oh, good. Um, one is, obviously, Taylor Swift put out her new album, Evermore. Yes. That's not the one I want to discuss okay. more because I love her, and I just think she's amazing, and I love the album, and... Really quick, though, about her. I'm really proud of her because I feel mm. like she's done this. She's almost kind of returned to her country roots, but after yes. she's evolved. So it's not like she... I'm trying to explain it. like It's not like she went straight back and reverted back to her old years. It's like she did so much work on herself and grew mm-hmm. so much as a person and then kind of went back. So it's yeah. that much more meaningful. Um Songs are amazing. So that was one thing I want to say. I'm a huge Taylor Swift stan. I know you're not. I'm not, but but I can support you. Thank you. We love, you know, different opinions here. We support Mm -hmm. everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing I thought would be really interesting to discuss is Olivia Jade went on Red (gasps) Table Talk. Did you watch it?
0: I did, yes. I forgot that that happened this week. This week was a long one. I know. So I want to hear your thoughts on it. So... I have a couple thoughts. When I first watched it, I was kind of like, okay, like I'm glad that she spoke up and I was, it was very interesting and I needed a new thing of, you know, pop culture to watch. But then after I kind of like thought about it more, I was very, like, I'm not proud of her because like there's nothing to be proud of her for, but I do genuinely feel like she is embarrassed for what happened. I do feel like she's kind of taking this in, like, the way that it should go, which is, like, she is the poster child for white privilege. How can she, like, learn about the world? Because clearly, she even says, she's like, I wasn't even mad when this happened because I didn't know why people would be upset. And, like, the fact that she can say that in out loud... Like, it just kind of shows, like, she's really grown from it. Because, like, if I felt like that, I'd never share that because that's so embarrassing. and makes me look so shallow. So, the fact that she was able to say that, especially to, like, three generations of strong black women, Jada Willow and Jada's mom. What's Jada's mom's name? I have no idea. I'm not sure. They call her, like... She was awesome. Yeah. she. Oh, my God. So amazing. But, so, I think that takes a lot. Then again, I also do think it was definitely, like... Someone on her team was like, you need to go on Red Table Talk. Like, I don't think she came to this decision herself because it did seem very orchestrated. Like, it made sense for her to go there, but I think it made sense in, like, a PR move, if that makes sense. But either way, I was really interested to hear from her. I thought she had a very interesting perspective, and now I think that it can be, like, tabled, and hopefully people learn from that and never do it again, and hopefully she grows up, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. I definitely had so many mixed feelings because I know everyone will have a lot of mixed feelings on this. It's such a sensitive topic, mm-hmm. um, especially you know in the current climate right now in our country. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that she needed to, she needed to say something eventually. She yes. wasn't just going to hide out her whole life and then you know turn twenty one start she's going 21. to parties again. Yeah, she's young. She's she's younger than twenty one. Right. Yeah, I think she's She'll, 20? she's you know she's not just going to resurface and go out partying again. Like, she has to address it. Yeah. I think she chose the right place to address Mm -hmm. it on Red Table Talk. Mm -hmm. I think that I liked that she was very much like, don't, I'm not coming on here to, like... For pity. Share my story for you guys to pity me. She's like, I know I was wrong. And throughout the whole thing, I never... There was no part of me that was like, oh, I feel so much better for her. Like, you know, she's definitely amazing person she'll get her brand I, deal back no yeah but I have to say I have a tendency I'm a very forgiving person by nature same and I know people fuck up and this was a really big fuck up and I know her situation is different because her parents are so rich and they're white mm-hmm. and she'll do you know she'll be fine she'll be fine but yeah. you know it did really fuck up her life yeah it did and I think she recognizes that And I think the fact that she came onto this platform to address Mm -hmm. it and to say this wasn't right, this was wrong, here are all the facts, here's what I'm doing to try and make it better, I thought that was great because what my issue is with these kind of things is what else can you do? Yeah, exactly. You could go on hating her for forever or you could just be like, thank you so much for recognizing and what are you going to do to give back? And I really thought she did that. And you know, Mm -hmm. if all her friends we're like her, maybe this is a wake up call for them too. And a wake up call for all of us to be like, you know, you know, look around and see yeah. what things we have available to us. Right. But, um, I, I don't know. I, I, most, a lot of people probably are like, still fuck her. Like she yeah. doesn't even know, but I I liked what she said. I, you know, I had no issue with it. And I, and I think it was actually pretty beneficial so that might be a controversial opinion but that's that's my opinion I
0: completely agree and I mean there was 50 families involved in that like obviously we only really saw like the two big names who you know the celebrities that came out of it but the fact that 50 families were taking part and you know that there are tons more doing it across the country like any wealthy family that can oh the donations oh yeah so if anything I'm glad that this happened because now maybe it's going to make people think twice about what they're doing and maybe hopefully check their privilege. Obviously maybe it won't, but you know, anything that can bring awareness to people buying their way into things and gaining something that other people don't have access to like anything that can bring awareness to that I think is a is a win. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and it sucks that she had to kind of be the sacrificial lamb. Yes. She had to be the one who had to kind of go down with this. Yeah. But you know what? It was going to happen eventually. I mean, it happens at my school all the time. It happens in other schools. So I know she had to kind of be the poster child for this, which sucks for her. But it's good that this was brought to light in such a public way. So that maybe, you know... things probably will change for, I mean, not everything's going to change overnight and hopefully, but hopefully things do get better in this area because, um, it's just not okay. But I, I don't know. I think she did a great job. I think she had good answers and I Mm -hmm. think she was very willing to take criticism. She wasn't defending herself at all, at all, which I really, I respect actually. So, so yeah, it was just a very interesting, um, thing that conversation. And I will say, I don't, obviously I don't, like,
0: feel bad for her or anything, but one thing that did kind of strike me was that when she said, she was like, I wasn't even, like, a dumb student. Like, I could have applied and gotten in. Like, the fact that she almost felt like she was dumb, like, she, I can't even imagine feeling like I was applying to a school and needing my parents to help me, because, like, I feel like I can't even imagine how, like, how that hits you on your ego, on your confidence. Like, I feel like that would just be so sad, and she was also like, I'm a really smart kid. Like, I did really well in high school. Like, I don't know. Not that I feel bad for her, obviously, but that does kind of suck to hear like, yeah. oh, I wasn't good enough to get in on my own account,
1: you know? Of course. So yeah, very interesting. That was a good what's poppin' because that definitely was poppin'. Very, we've been very intellectual today.
0: Yeah. We're just some two smart queens, so. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to throw it all the way back to our childhood days with, okay, I'm going to say go again. Okay? okay. Go. Bless from the past. From the past. I like waited for you I think a second so yeah, it might be a little. I off. think maybe that one will be a little bit
1: off, but that's okay. Do you have any what's blast okay. from the past? I do. So last night I was with um, my friend Aya and my friend Lizzie and my friend Aya is from Lebanon and so mm-hmm. she was just talking about like weird things she discovered about America when she was here. I don't think I've talked about every, every time I'm like, I don't think I talked about this yet, but maybe I did. But she was like weird things she discovered about America when she came here, when she was 17 and, and Lizzie and my friend Lizzie um, went to a private Catholic school. Mm -hmm. um, And I went to a public, you know, normal school where the kids were like, there were so many Jewish kids and, Mm -hmm. and it was very, very different. And so I said, I said, "Here's a weird thing, Lizzie. Do you know the '50 Nifty United States' song?"
0: A classic.
1: Of course, I know that. We could not have gone to more different high schools, and I, my friend Aya from Lebanon, is like, "What?" And we're like, "50 nifty," and we're like, "Alabama, Alaska, Arizona," and and it's so funny. I I was dumbfounded, and I I thought to myself is this like a federal mandate or something that every <laughs> fifth grader has to, every fourth grader has to play the recorder and get belts. And then every fifth grader has to learn the 50 nifty United States song. Like I just wow. don't understand because I think it's something that we all thought was unique to our school. Oh yeah, totally, we the 50 yeah. nifty United States song. And then you realize that So many, almost every school around the country learned the 50 Nifty United States song and no one ever talked about it. It was just kind of like assumed like, oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like I learned 50 Nifty United States song, but that'll never come back in my life. Like I learned it now. And then who knows that maybe if I need it when I'm older, but then like you sing it once and then everybody joins
1: in and you're like, hang on, you guys learned this too. (laughs) Exactly. I feel like everyone knows it, but everyone doesn't know that Everyone, everyone else knows, knows it, it. Mm-hmm. yeah like you know it but you don't think everyone else knows it so everyone just knows privately that they know it yeah and no one's really openly discussed that they know the 50 nifty united states song right and i feel like that's starting to come to light now that a lot of people know the 50 TikTok nifty united really states has song. tiktok's brought that to life because i've seen it on and tiktok it, Oh, I haven't seen it on TikTok, but I feel oh. like it's it's just a great way to connect people.
0: Like, if yeah. you want a good
1: icebreaker with someone from, a, you know, a different state, you could be like, oh, hey, like, do you know the 50 Nifty United States song? Nothing brings people together. Icebreaker.
0: Nothing brings people together more than the 50 Nifty United States song. That's what I always say. <laughs> yes.
1: That's the motto I live by.
0: That's the motto I live by. I went and out 50 Nifty United States. Sometimes I, I don't, think I don't actually know the whole thing because I get a little tripped up with, I believe it's the L's. But should we sing it together? Let's do it. 50, Wait, 50 know, United States,
1: From Alabama, 13, Alaska, you know.
0: Arizona, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Arkansas California, California Colorado, Colorado, Connecticut,
1: Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Florida, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Georgia Hawaii, Idaho,
0: Idaho Illinois, Illinois Indiana, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, 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 Maine, Maine Maryland, Maryland, Maryland Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Michigan, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Minnesota Mississippi, Missouri, Missouri, Montana, Montana Nebraska, Nebraska,
1: Nevada, Nevada New I, Hampshire. You also I'm to get to New, 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 New Mexico me too New York New York, York north Carolina North Dakota north Dakota, oh north Dakota Ohio, 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 Oklahoma Oregon Oklahoma, Oregon o- o- Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Pennsylvania this gets me Rhode Island, South, South Carolina, South, 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 Dakota, South Dakota, Tennessee, Tennessee Texas,
0: Texas, Utah, Vermont, Utah, Virginia, Vermont Washington, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, West Wisconsin, 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 Wyoming. Wyoming.
1: This that could suck if, totally, if our audios are off and it's just it's like the whole time. It's not synced at all. I know it. And it's, are going to be like, what? <laughs> but you cannot well, tell me, you cannot tell me that the part where it's like, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, like, you just want to like. <laughs> like jam out like that one like just really showcases like it's just such a powerful moment that you could really belt out
0: i personally prefer the build the build up of like nana maryland massachusetts michigan like (laughs) where's it going where's it going (laughs) where's it going that's personally a favorite of mine man that
1: song slaps i want like a trap version of that song oh my god that would be so fun like it'd be like um 13 original colonies, shout em, scout em, tell about one by one to a given night day for every state in the USA. A, 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 a,
0: a, 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 Don't no one else. No one else make that. Travis Scott or someone. We're going to. He's on my list. People like ASAP
1: Rocky. Like could could do the. Oh my god! If you're listening
0: ASAP, make us a make us a cover. Give me some sick beats. Well, but my um my blast from the past isn't as good as you as yours. But it's Kids Cuisine, and nothing says dinner like Kids Cuisine. Please tell me you know what that is. I do, but we're my like I know the name, but just. It's it like those little like TV dinners that like had like a chocolate pudding and like corn and also some dino oh, yes. nuggets.
1: Yes. Oh, I yes. love dino nuggets. Me too. And they,
0: they were always good in that kid's cuisine. And I think it was like a the kid's version of a lean cuisine, which like our parents yeah, probably Yeah, I ate. think that's
1: what it was. But it was but always not
0: lean. <laughs> no, fully, fully not, fully for kids. And it was always just a great night. My mom was like, Ugh, "I don't want to cook dinner. Who wants a kids' cuisine?" I was like, "You know, I want that warm chocolate pudding Are next to like, the corn." Yes.
1: <laughs> I think that. You know, we used to have, we didn't have kid cuisine, but we had dino nuggets and mm. my mom only allowed us to have six dino nuggets. That's all we could have. So That's a fair amount. A fair amount of dino nuggets. I, I know nuggets. I used to eat, I know there's a good amount of dino nuggets, but I remember I, I used to eat every day in elementary school at 5 p.m. and i get six dino nuggets with ketchup. Like that was it. Whoa! I'm like, how did I, I'm like, now I need like so much food. How was I, I able to be like satiated? <laughs> As kids, we probably thought like six nuggets, amazing.
0: Like this is amazing. <laughs> no i just honestly food as a kid could be a whole could be a whole category in itself i know like all the weird shit we ate i miss it i really miss i really miss the food i could eat as a kid yeah Takes well you back. thank you guys so much for listening to this intellectual and thought-provoking podcast which ended with a <laughs> trap version of 50 nifty united states <laughs>
1: We really we went on a roller coaster there. We have the range.
0: Get you girls you can do both. I know. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, make sure to like us on whatever you listen to this podcast on and give us a review, and we will see you guys next Sunday. Monday. Monday. Sorry, everybody. Monday. Bye.